I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. But I would venture the, the theory that there are in fact two Sunday brothers. Or at any rate, Paul and Eli are supposed to represent alternative possibilities for this character, who is simultaneously kind of one character and also two. Eli decides to become kind of religious entrepreneur. You know, he's right from when he starts the church. You know, when we first see him, he's just this modest kind of farm boy living on a ranch. And he's clearly able to kind of get enough money together for his church, you know, that he's able to make himself a, a community leader. And it seems like in the intervening time between 1911 and uh, the late 20s, he's gone national in some way, or he's gone state, you know, he's, uh, he's on the radio, he's, you know, he's some kind of religious entrepreneur. And of course, we learn very quickly in this scene that he's actually suffering. His initial, you know, pitch it's all bullshit, you know, and he refers to the uh, chaos in our economy or something like that, referring to the Great Depression. And he's basically just there to beg Daniel Plainview for money. Now, it seems like the other brother, Paul, he's eschewed this religious route. He's eschewed any kind of pretense to being a, you know, a good or moral person. Eli wants to be, you know, he's he clearly is very similar to Plainview in many ways and that he wants to be rich and successful, but he won't admit that to himself. He wants to be thought of as a moral leader. He doesn't want to be thought of as a capitalist, whereas Plainview has very much embraced that side. That's how he's kind of presented himself, although of course he's also tried to be a sort of community figure as well. But I think Plainview is more honest with himself about, about what he is. Now, the other Sunday brother, Paul, uh, it sounds like is some kind of, you know, reasonably successful small businessman. And I don't know, there are a few ways you can read this, but I, I think that in many ways you can see Paul as representing, you know, the, the alternate possibility. Like, this is what Eli would have done if he'd have been honest with himself. And instead he's gone this other route. Now, importantly, Plainview is the winner here, right? His chosen path has yielded more success, you know? When he says that Paul is the real prophet, I think that's also him in the film saying, I'm the real prophet. You know, capital is, is the only earthly truth that matters. All this religious moralism that you've invested yourself in, this false metaphysics, it doesn't mean anything. But Plainview, of course, is not happy, right? I mean, there's this incredible trajectory from the scenes that make up the bulk of the movie that occur in 1911 and what we see in the in the late 1920s, where he's living in this huge house. I mean, he's incredibly successful, but it's an incredibly lonely existence. And in the scene he has with the grown-up H.W., it's very clear that Plainview's pursuit of greed, you know, his lust for wealth, has effectively destroyed the only important relationship in his life. You know, at the start of the film, he and his son are very close. And at the end of the film, his son just wants to get away from him. And he's just an alcoholic falling asleep on the floor of his own private bowling alley. Even though he wins, and between Plainview and Eli Sunday, you know, it's the former who has probably a better claim to being any kind of prophet. His philosophy of life has been much more borne out in many ways, but it's also been exposed, you know, the film exposes it as a completely self-destructive and self-defeating one that hasn't brought him joy or happiness at all. 